Welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. This is the Salt Lake City 5 review. And uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it, everybody. Hey, have you ever thought about becoming a CBD retailer or even starting a CBD brand? High Purity Natural Products is the number one U.S. distributor of pure wholesale and bulk CBD. They're committed to providing the highest quality white label CBD products and tinctures after sun lotion, fruit flavored gummies and more sleep stuff, all that kind of stuff. They, they can cover everything from the folks at CBD. If you already have a CBD brand, inquire uh, about High Purity's finest quality oils, distilled water solubles, CBG and more. Check them out today. HPNPCBD.com. HPNPCBD.com for more information and uh, they can let you know what's going on with those guys so thanks for them for coming on the show and also i'm canadian and i'm stoked that the insulin for diabetes was invented in my home country of canada same great country that brought us jsr and of course putin did you know that the average the same insulin in the united states can be upwards of 10 times more expensive than the same product in canada prairie insulin and meds believes that taking care of your health shouldn't burden you financially whether it's insulin whether it's ed drugs or whether it's anything else check out the canadian uh, prices and the canadian service that you can get uh from the already low prices that they have on all uh, on this and all other prescription medicines medications it's late give me a break uh, check it out, prairieinsulin.com. For more information, tell them Pulp Mech sent you for a discount, prairieinsulin.com. All right, let's talk about Salt Lake City 5, shall we? Here we go. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on racerxonline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Salt Lake City 5 wrap-up show. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about when it comes to Salt Lake City 5 and uh, and all that went down with Ken Roxon's, I, I think, surprise win, as well as Austin Forkner also uh, taking the win. So let's get into that when we can. Flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. Thank you, Fly Racing, for all they did do for these podcast shows. Uh, Zach Osborne, Blake Baggett, Justin Brayton, just a few of the guys wearing Fly Racing. Also, go to your local dealer or your favorite e-tailer and check out the latest and greatest from fly racing what they've got going on including the 2020 and a half kinetic mesh that's been out since daytona fr5 boot formula helmet the guys at fly racing absolutely doing a great job with everything they got going on thank you to fly racing rental as well fat bar 36 kenny roxon running that right now and taking the win twin wall bar eli tomax running that the fat bar a few guys are running that the seven eights bar nobody's running that but rental.com will have you covered whatever kind of bar you need whatever kind of bend you need with a history full of innovations and engineering and legendary component reliability rental is universally regarded as the most trusted brand in the pro pits and a first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams we know that from over the years they have more championships uh, than all their other competitors combined since 1969 so rental.com for more information thank you maxis as well maxis tires mxsts alex ray using those out there in the uh, mostly most main events also developed by jeremy mcgrath you all know him and you know how he can ride light truck tires utv tires mountain bike tires i use the minions on my bike from maxis uh on my on my e-bike and i absolutely love them so thanks to those guys for coming on board and alias cbd as well uh alias racer x is a code to save 20 percent on that the official pain palm palm provider for the geico honda team who got jet lawrence on the podium tonight using alias cbd thank you to those guys as well uh all right and also to uh racer x subscription racerx online forward slash pulp uh to save and uh, right now they are doing a draw where you can win a uh, specialized levo e-bike from the guys that uh, specialize, if you just subscribe to RacerX uh, magazine. So pretty good deal from those guys. Uh, let's get into it, shall we? First up uh, from uh, headquarters uh, somewhere remotely from Salt Lake City, he's Jason Wygan. What's up, Weege? Yeah, am I in Salt Lake City? No, 
remotely oh. from Salt Lake City. Uh, oh, remote remotely in Salt Lake City. I got, uh, yeah, is that what I said? Remote, I meant remotely from Salt Lake City. So. Look, this is so confusing. You were actually in Salt Lake City. You didn't go to the race. I understand everybody is everybody is confused. Yeah, yeah, I'm yes. here. I didn't yes. go to the race. Uh, I got to go get COVID-19 tested tomorrow morning, and I will be allowed to go to Wednesday's race and Sunday's race, of course. Uh, so looking forward to, uh, to that. Um, uh, it was a nice trip home. Got to see the Basset Hound. Got to see the wife. You know, got the mountain bike and all that. So uh, I watched it on TV. Tonight. I have some comments about the TV broadcast as well later on. So, oh boy. Uh, also on the phone joining us uh, is Jason Thomas, two-time Ger- German Supercross champion. What's up, JT? Not too much. I had a bounce back fantasy night, so I'm in a great mood. Oh, wow. Ready for this podcast. Oh, good to hear. Good, Absolutely. Good to hear. I had my worst of the, of the year, and I'm fine. I mean, it sucks, but I'm fine. Hey, some people don't like losing. Okay, all right. Not one yeah. of those. Yeah, I guess clearly, clearly not. Um, wow. Uh, I'll start with you, JT. Uh, I told Brox in my mountain bike stuff would take a few days to kick in, and uh, looks like it looks like I was right. Yeah, I'm just gonna just move right along on that because I I can't handle when you grab on the ridiculous things and never let go. It's, it's amazing what he did. The track favored him. I think, uh, the, the slick turns, the hard little hard pack, a throttle control kind of stuff, stuff that Kenny's great at, but I still can't believe he just went off and ran off and hot ran away from this thing. I think it was just the 14 days thing. Yeah. He's been at altitude for 14 days now. Oh yeah. So like a light switch, he's on. Yep. That's I'm going to, I'm just going to go with that. Weege, what an unpredictable win! Like seriously, wow. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if we've ever seen uh, a bounce back like that, especially since we had three races in a row where it was entirely predictable. Like it was the fade was coming almost to the minute at the exact same time, and not even halfway. It was like eight or nine minutes, and then to go halfway, it was just crazy. But he did explain in the press conference that just finished. Uh, we were in there listening. You know, the shingles thing, I, I don't know anything about shingles except it's horrible, right? It's all you ever right. so bad, dude. It takes forever to get over. And then he explained that he had a small spot that he saw. Uh, they got to Doc Bodner. He quickly got medicine for it. He thinks they've got it somewhat tamped down because they got on it early. So I was thinking, like, dude, he's going to be struggling with this for months. He already thinks there's a bit of a handle on it. So maybe we were a little off with how bad we thought this was going to be. But, okay, he, shingles or not, yeah, that's not why he was doing what he was doing. Earlier. Is it? I don't know. That's not it. I'm, no, I didn't. I I didn't think his results were because of shingles. I mean, I was oh. like, dang, that's got to suck. Like that can't help. Yeah, I, th- I didn't think oh, he was doing I thought, poorly because of it. I thought the last race was what he was saying was he, he started seeing it the last race, but the previous two races there was no mention of that. Oh, so that was the asthma, the breathing, whatever the hell else. Whatever the hell else. Yeah. Jeez. In my opinion, anyways. That's, right? that's what I took away from it as well. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. This is just remarkable. This this ride. I mean, he just yes. You know, he just maintained that lead. I think he, you know, looked like he could have pushed it a little more. His lap times were remarkably consistent. Uh, I can't think of another ride that where some guy was counted out and came in and won like that. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Nothing comes to mind right now. Either one for you. No, not that big of a turnaround. Like it doesn't. You know, there was something weird. Remember, Tomac could not race Houston round two two years ago and then won. A week later. True. Yeah. Uh, if Every, or when he wins this title, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of what that day at, or night at Houston uh, was like. Uh, he probably won't talk about it, but <laughs> that was a pretty big turnaround. I think we don't know how. I mean, it was bad enough for him not to race. But this, yeah, I, yeah, it's been a long time I, I could think of. We've seen some bounce back rides from Chad Reed over the years. He'll get his head kicked in by Stu and RC and then come back and beat them the next weekend. But I know what you're saying as far as health problems. Um, yeah, but I, yeah. you know the, the one the one caveat there is it has not been a speed thing for Roxon. If you've watched him ride, especially at the beginning of the main events, he is so unbelievably fast. It just wasn't there for very long. No, and even so, one heats, yeah, even one heats when he was, yeah. yeah. It, it shouldn't surprise us that if his his stamina just completely doesn't give out, he has that. I was surprised to see him win. But we've seen flashes of it, right? You, you could see the riding there. You could see the ability. It was just like you were almost – he was like on a countdown clock to when it was going to strike. And thankfully for Roxon and Honda HRC, it did not strike at all. He's just a vampire, dude. You just think he's done. He's not. He rises. He just comes out of the coffin. Just that, yeah. That's it. Just Zombie. 
Yeah. Zombie. Yeah, Zombie Kenny. Um, good track for him, though, JT. Like I said, hard pack, slick, throttle control, those turns. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly favored his technique. Um, he's good in the whoops, which the whoops were pretty difficult. And then he's just so precise with the throttle. He was getting in and out of all those flat corners, which many riders made comment about the flat corners and how strange they were for this round. Uh, but you could just see how, uh, as I said, precise and how great his finesse and his riding is the, getting in and out of those turns. The turn after he passed Coop after the whoops, and then the, mm-hmm. the, he hit that rut. Unbelievable. On, uh, 100 miles yeah. an hour in perfect form. Yeah. It was yep. it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, Tomac uh, was great there too, but Rocks in that particular lap was yeah, awesome. yeah. It was like, see ya, I gotta go. Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about the guy. I mean, yeah, he just continues to impress. And when you think he's done and out, like, like it, it, the temperature was good here. It wasn't a, it wasn't a heater. Um, track so, was suited him, but I, I don't so know. Yeah, I have a question. Right, a great ride. Deserves all the, all the credit in the world. Unbelievable performance. Uh, I, I, in my opinion, clearly the best guy today. Are you really happy with this, or are you even more frustrated because of what's gone on for the last two weeks and you've basically ridden yourself out of any championship chance? I think if you're Kenny, you're happy. If you're Honda, you're like WTF. Yeah. I, I guess I just – I know it's happy, right? That's the obvious yeah. answer, and, and he should be. But – you have to be looking at it like, man, I, I have it there. Like, I can go beat him. I can do it. What the hell just went on for two weeks? You know, well, like, it's just got to be so hard to swallow. Is there anything in the track weather? And again, neither one of you were here, but trust me, it's like mid 70s. Yeah. Track, well, we've, seen, but, we've seen all that happen. Like, it, it, it didn't seem like weather or, I mean, the temperature was like 50 degrees in, in the, on the rain day and yeah, you know, but, lapped twice. But that track. You're super tiring, right? Because it's muddy and ruddy. So that the track is su- that's a super tiring condition. Uh, I don't think I buy that. Okay. I, I don't think it's going to be. I, I, I'm just trying to find. I'm trying to find. Twice. Yeah, I'm trying to find a, a a ground here where you would see improved stamina and fitness from Kenny. That's I all. don't think you can you can you can attribute a track being a little bit more difficult to winning or getting lapped twice. Like that's just way too much of a difference. And he was getting. Keep in mind, he's getting tired. He was getting tired of like eight minutes. This wasn't like he just didn't have it in the last few laps. You know, it just re- the track really got to him. He was completely falling apart, you know, after seven yeah, or eight minutes yeah. before. Uh, he was great, Weege. He was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's it doesn't – I agree. Uh, the speed through that uh, corner I think also what helps is the super low RPM that he uses uh, at one point. That turn before the finish, maybe the tightest one of them all. I mean, it, it seemed like he was at 900 RPM when he's exiting that corner. Uh, so yeah, I think the track helps, but that's like a small percentage gain. That's not enough to go from being lapped twice or finishing fifth. And then suddenly you beat Webb who pulled away from him in the second half of the race. What? Three days ago. That's uh, I don't understand. It is puzzling <laughs> to get this much better. 14 days. Yeah. Yes. It was the altitude. It's gotta be brutal for, for rocks and himself. It just has to be such a yeah. mental roller coaster of emotion. You just like, how do you even deal with I, that being that good and that bad and seemingly having no reason for either one? I think, yes, I agree with you, JT in some case, but in some cases I really have a lot of respect for Kenny's mental game. I've been around him a lot. Um, he's a, yeah, he's just, you know, it is what it is. And, and he always believes in himself and believes he's a bad dude, which he is, you know, I, I don't know. I, I know what you're saying, but I, I think, I'm not saying he's he's fragile mentally. Yeah. I'm saying it just has to be very hard on him mentally. Yeah, I think to go he, through this. He always just looks at this stuff and goes, "That's why. That's why. If I didn't have that, I'd be fine. That's why." You know, I don't know, but um, Cooper Webb uh, got second. He played it off in the press conference about that first turn move. But if I'm Tomac and Cowie, I'm not so pumped on that. Do either one of you th- guys think that was just a, a racing incident, a, 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 a mistake, or whatever by Cooper? I, I hate to have a rider say like that and then just just call him a liar. I hate to no, do that. No, and Coop's, yeah, you, Coop's yeah. usually honest, so he's he's pretty honest. We got to give him that, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and people haven't heard this or listening to the press conference that are listening to this podcast didn't hear in the press conference. It almost was like it was news to him. He's like, I didn't know. I didn't even know. Yeah, um, I, I'm not. Dude, I'm not buying it. You could see it, Steve, when they came into the first turn. Like he clearly saw Tomac was to his right. You know, and, and you can see Tomac at first, and then 
the riders are going to know by the exit of this corner, I'll probably move ahead of him because I'm on the inside and he'll probably be right near me. And there was a stab at the rear brake. Now, Webb said, look, that I'm just trying to stay on the track. Bales, Bales came, came up, up quickly. Close. Yeah, Bales came up yeah. quickly. Yeah. And look, yes, you do it hit the brakes at times. It is a corner. But man, he hit that rear brake at the exact <laughs> right time. Uh, I thought it was a tag greasy. I really did. And I think, I think he knows what he was doing. Now, obviously, I don't know for sure. And he denied it and all of that. But JT, where are you yeah. at on that? Yeah, we're never going to know. Um, right. For him to get a little bit aggressive and, you know, it wasn't like he T-boned him. But if he, even if he has a chance to just move over a bit on him and chop, make him chop the throttle there, just for that one main event alone, right? He doesn't have to hope to knock him down and ruin his race. But even if he just rubs him a little bit and, and knocks him back three or four positions for that main event, it's going to oh, help. That's, that's so, what he did. He, yeah, he knocked, yeah, he knocked, he knocked, he knocked, he knocked Eli back, you know, five or yeah. six spots probably. I'm just trying to qualify it as, I don't think he was trying to knock him out of the series. Like, oh yeah. No, 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 no. Just, I think, but yeah, I mean, if you, it's no different. I mean, it's okay. A tiny bit different, but it's not all that much different in theory than starting next to somebody and moving over on him. If you get, the yeah, game. yeah, like it's really the same concept. It's, they were, they were going about seven miles an hour through the first turn. Uh, so it wasn't going to be some high speed impact, but yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all. If Webb's like, Oh, I got him here. I just need to move over a little bit. If that it was all by accident, all. if it was by accident, it was phenomenal surgical precision. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> buy that it was by accident. I think it was just more of, I need to, he's got a great start here. How can I, you know, kind yeah. of, mess yeah. that up yeah i i don't know i think we're all in agreement huh Weege? we're all in agreement yeah and again I, we're not calling him a liar here but you got to play the chess match a little no, bit is, you know I, he's not going to say it these are uh, subtle subtle moves very subtle move over you know and, and i don't think he was if you're going to try to knock somebody down you're going to do a lot more than that right he just was i think just trying to push him wide so it screwed him up well, JT, I feel like it's one of the things you've always been consistent with. And heck, you could just take last race's example with Hunter Lawrence taking out Fortner. As you've always said, if these dudes want to take somebody out, they can take somebody out. Yeah, and, and Cooper has had multiple opportunities over the last five races to do so. There have been time after time, especially in that epic battle they had a week yeah. ago, he could have he could have plowed him at any time. Any any of those sections when they were entering the corner side by side, he could have just teed him up. Yeah. So clearly that's not what he's trying to do. But at the same time, there is a a way to subtly screw somebody up on the start and turn a second-place start into a seventh-place start. And if he had that opportunity, I have no doubt that he would take it. Yeah, uh, Tomac rode well to get into third. He, he got it down to from like seven and a half to like six before, like he said, he made some mistakes in the whoops and kind of settled in the second half of the race. But I thought, I thought he was going to make it a little bit more of a race. I thought he was going to come up to Coop at least. Uh, when I started looking at lap times, Weege, and then uh, he couldn't quite get it done. But I, I did think he was going to get up to Coop. Whether he made the pass or not, I don't know. Yeah, and I was actually really thinking that was going to happen, especially because I was going against the grain here. You kept hearing, oh, he's going to manage this. He's got a points lead. He can cruise. He doesn't need to beat these guys. That's not the math I was looking at. He's right on the cusp of being in position to wrap it up a race early. And I learned this firsthand because at Washougal last year, he was rode like a madman, and he did the same thing at Bud's Creek last year when he had a big points lead. And he, I was like, both times when I interviewed him, I thought it was surprising. And he's like, no, I wanted to wrap it up a week early and I needed every point. I think he wrapped it up by exactly 50 at Bud's Creek. So I'm like, okay, he knows how this game is played. He's got to beat Webb in these two races or at least match him. So he's motivated. He's not going to just accept yeah. third. So when he got to third and he was closing in, I'm like, yeah, he's going to go for it and try to make sure he's got 27 points by the end of uh, the next race. But... Yeah, what it lasted? What two laps? He said in the press conference that he got held up by a couple lappers, and he knew he was done. Yeah, um, but I was surprised actually. Well, I didn't expect him to 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 just accept third. I was actually surprised it ended up this way. Wasn't much out there on the track in terms of making up time on anybody. Yeah, you know that it, was a factor. It, yeah, for sure. Um, Osborne got Mookie late. I I missed this until we you texted zach osborne and said you know what happened i i didn't i missed this totally i didn't even catch it on twitter or on the race broadcast or anything so yeah good job for zacko getting a fourth we just need to have all 22 riders on the gate and a text there with us and we'll right. just get everything we need <laughs> right totally yeah. thank you zacko yeah. yeah absolutely funny how he said you know it was just an eh, whatever race got mookie for fourth and he would have killed for a fourth you know two months ago so that's yeah, how far he he's come he rode bad yeah. but yeah. now he still gets fourth yeah even on a bad night 
Yep. And Mookie was good again. Is oh wait, by the way, is did Roxa move to number one in the Salt Lake City Power Rankings? What were you ta- where where? No, why? <laughs> why would you think that? I don't know, you guys fucking oh, freaked. dating back to the last. You guys show. freaked on. out on me in the power rankings, and I just figured I'd throw it back in there. Here, you guys lose your minds again. You were asking. You were just asking. I'm just asking. Many many people have said Roxon is number one in the power <laughs> rankings. So I was just asking. Uh, yeah, Mookie's good, dude. Mookie's solid. You know he's six in the points right now. So Mookie came into 2020 having never gotten a top five in the 450 Supercross and had only gotten, I want to say, like 17% of the races he'd been in the top 10 in his career. Mm-hmm. And he's now sixth in the points. He's got a couple of top fives, I think. Just missed out on one today. Won a heat race. Six in the points, like solidly six in the points. Good job for Mookie and the team and everything. Good job. Yeah, and, and think of the field, man. Very, very few injuries yes. in this field this year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's straight up. There's... Really good guys behind him. Yep. Uh, Dean Wilson rode well to get six. Good job to Dino. Looked like Baggett yeah, was he, on him. Yeah, He did. He fought Baggett off there. Yep. Baggett was trying everything to get around him. Yeah, absolutely. Baggett to come from the LCQ, too. So, good job for Blake. Uh, Anderson crashed twice. Um, didn't finish. Lost the position in the points, too, also to Barsha. Uh, so, bummer for Anderson. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, dude, Anderson. My gosh. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. First of all, he was right there. Yeah. Like it was going to be a good race. Yep. Yep. And then he's almost lucky when he, when he fell in the other lane that they didn't come back and hit him again when they came back through, like he'd gotten going yeah. and everything, you know, but yeah. And uh, they're tough blocks out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but good job for, yeah. I mean, whatever he's, these guys are bound to have a bad race, which we saw Marty Davos do. Um, oh, Marty. Marty, Marty finally Marty. And, and honestly, he had been, bucking the trend like i i was to the point where i'm like yeah he's just not going to crash anymore that that's a thing of the past and then there it was what was he a lap away from winning the heat was it last lap or was it before, yeah. before the uh, maybe, maybe but, yeah laps, maybe yeah. before yeah, the lap before the white flag second last lap oh marty marty washes the front end and then benny bloss wins <laughs> oh marty oh marty and then he goes down he was in mechanics during the main event oh the whole the whole train comes crashing down the Marty mania that we are all on. Well, it, w- it was the perfect scenario for one of those guys to win the heat because that second heat was so stacked. I mean, it was just overwhelmingly loaded with talent. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Like it, like yeah. it was ri- yeah, ridiculous, but I mean, it's, it's all, it's all goes off of time qualifying for those yeah. listeners who don't know how it works. Right. It's, there is no determination. It's just random draw base of qualifying times. So, but yeah, if you're, if you're one of those guys, and I know that Benny even mentioned this just from my dealings with the team, he mentioned like, hey, if I get a start, I can win this because it didn't have Roxanne, it didn't have Webb, it didn't have Tomac, it didn't have all of the guys that he would go in a little bit subconsciously thinking he couldn't beat. And yeah, I mean, you can say it should have been Marty, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Marty lost. That was a huge moment. Marty beat himself. He did. Jeff Bloss makes an appearance on the wrap-up show, and and uh, Benny wins. Oh, the bump. Yeah. 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 The bump. That was cool for them. I, he, I I told Jeff on the phone. I called him. or Yeah, I called him. Uh, I told him all you had to do was go home, and your kid's going to do well. Yep. Unfortunately, exactly. the main event didn't work out. No. But, uh, well, there, w- there was like a eight-man pileup <laughs> right? in the berm. It was so, like a high yeah. 405 pileup. <laughs> And it was like all the colors of the rainbow were in there too. It was really, really bright. Well, when I saw Freezy in there, I'm like, oh boy, I don't, I don't know what happened. <laughs> right. But I know there were but, fireworks. But he's involved. But he's involved. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Dean sixth, uh, seventh Baggett, eighth Brayton. Uh, so so race for Brayton. I'm sure Barsha looked like he came up a little bit. AP was up to seventh, looking good. I, I thought about how this would be his best race of the year, uh, best race of the Salt Lake City. Uh, series and then he dropped back to tenth. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Uh, he just they just passed him from what I could see. Yeah. I don't, I don't, maybe maybe there were some underlying issues going on, but right. Baggett and Dino and those guys just and Barsha. Yep, yep, yep. Barsha, well, yeah. Uh, Chad Reed eleventh. Frisky there he, early. He was yeah. He was a very big benefactor of that pileup, and that's not a knock against Chad, but that freezy bloss. bloss pack hill had, had all passed anderson <laughs> yeah yep. and then he got them all back so it is whatever you got to be in it to win it and that's the first thing chad reed would tell you right um but yeah i, I you know it, it sometimes it's just going to go that way sometimes you you have luck on your side so take it when you can get it 
and same with tick. I thought tick benefited from that too. Cause he, oh, absolutely. he wasn't yeah. looking the greatest, uh, yeah. but yeah, when you look at, uh, freeze Marty and Anderson, that's three spots that a lot of these guys aren't normally beating, you know? Yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, boss was ahead of those guys yeah, as well. True. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Is Benny making a case that late in this year that he should stick around on that team for, for 2021? Well, you know, I, I think Benny's strength is outdoors. Uh, so he's going to have to go prove himself, but I can tell you, and you guys know this to be fact, sometimes it's not even fair, but teams are willing to hire and spend money on speed. So if Benny can continue to go to the top of the board and win heat races, he will find himself on a team one way or another. What's gone into him, man? Honestly, I think it's just every time in his career that he's ever got some momentum going, he gets hurt every single time. He never comes into series healthy. He never gets to practice or test or train before a series, and he's coming in last second. And then he builds all the way through the series, and he gets pretty good at the end, and then it's like start over again. So, uh, I mean, today was obviously his best day, so I don't want to judge him entirely off just today, but I, I think that's what you're seeing is he got a solid 85 days of riding and training while, you know, while they were at home. So it's paying off a little bit. Je- Jeff's been karate kicking him. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> hey, all I know is we saw Jeff oh, try to karate kick you in the head, and then he, he then he was limping at the end of that day, and then he was on crutches. So, Steve, I don't know what you did. <laughs> I, I like Roxon and Brayden. Like Roxon and Brayden, <laughs> I just push these guys. I push them to the limit. Um, yeah, Benny was outstanding here to win the heat and uh, to be that fast in practice. And I don't know what he would have got in the main, but yeah, he's been better already yep. the last couple of races. He's been improving. I just. I mean, if he if he can get into the top ten, uh, for me that's that's huge for him. Like when you look at this, yeah. these are all factory guys in the top ten uh, outside of Mookie, um, and he just needs to get in there. He needs to beat Reed and Tickle and Hill and Bowers and those guys. The way just, he's riding, he will beat those guys every time right now. Now whether he beats Barsha or Dino or Baggett or Mookie or any, that's that's going to be where the rubber meets the road. Yeah, but I, I think he's capable. But he is better than. Reed and Tickle and Bowers and those guys right now. He, he is a little a step ahead of those guys. Uh, Tickle's been back three races now, and I know his hand probably still hurts, but a little underwhelming for Tick. First one rough. Okay, I get it. No problem. But but he's, he's just Tickle. Like, he, he is Brock. He doesn't have the white cheese Cheese pizza? Cheese pizza? Pretty much. Yeah. I hate to give you credit on that, but that's what he is. Like, and he's kind of, you know, he won that title on a 250, and he, did, he rode really, really well. But his 450 career, good start or bad start, has always kind of been the same in Supercross. You know, he, he's there, he's consistent, but he's not going to wow you with a lot of, you know. I, uh, I just, pace. I don't, I don't have his buddy Chiz passing him for the last spot in the heat. Like I don't have that. No, I mean obviously you know? he's not riding right. as well as he has in the past, but he, he still has that same feel to him. You know. How about the seven deuce deuce? God, he gets yeah, a start. Kill that start. It's like third. His, well, then he goes straight to the back. Ah, come on. He doesn't go straight to the back. Come well, on. He was in ninth in two laps. Mm, I don't think so. I'm going to look yes. here. I don't think it was two laps. Come on. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to pull this up right here. <laughs> but then he has no, to take his teammate bro, out. He's fifth place three laps in. Then what? Ninth? Then eighth. Then ninth. Five laps in. So we're, we're going to saw off on that argument, I think. Um then he did. He takes out Cunningham. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that the HEP team, since they're almost always in these bubble positions, generally in the LCQ, but here in the heat, uh, I don't know how they, they really just need to have three small trucks. Like maybe go back eighties box fans. Yeah. Because I don't, th- those three guys are battling for the transfer every time. Yeah. I don't know how the hell he got that start. He has been right? consistently the worst starter <laughs> yeah. of, of the main event, like capable Can- guys. Well, yeah, we're every about, single time. We're talking about starts. How about Jet start in the heat? Oh my god! Uh, unbelievable! Oh my god! It's like he knew. It's like he knew the gate guy. You know, dude. If you look at the um, main event start from Wednesday's race, he didn't get the whole shot in the end. Same thing, but it was unbelievable for three quarters of the start stretch. What is he doing? Yeah, it's good. Um, Mason Kerr makes the main event. Everybody. I have never heard of Mason Kerr. <laughs> he's from Iowa, so I, he, I he's a Hawkeye. That, I, I never heard of him. Yeah. Um, good for him. That's what it's all about. Well, A-Ray, Cunningham, Gardner, 
my whole Fault yeah. Fantasy team went down the first turn. So and and sometimes it's just going to go that way, and you just got to be there to capitalize. Yeah. Yep. If Mason Kerr was noof, you'd be you'd be upset, JT. I would if, not. Yes, you would be. No, that kid earned it. I was only upset because Noof did not earn that time. Um, all right. Uh, anything else? 450-wise? Uh, you know, I wish we could go back and go back and listen to these old pods. I feel like both of you, and it's not over yet, but I feel like both of you waffled on Eli's title chances. What? Yeah, I feel like you guys are like, eh... Like, you know, and then where, where I, he's been picking him year in and year out and he's finally going to be right. It looks like, and we picked him as well. And he's trying to, no, I meant, yeah. I don't meant beginning of the year. I don't meant the racer X preview videos. I mean, That's like where we picked him. No, but I'm one but, was not good. That's okay. It. I think it no, was no, no. the only time we even were like, but at hmm. the end of the podcast, I'm like, who you got for the title? Right. We all remember those. I, I do that. We do yes. that. Yes. yes. And we, I, we picked and I want to say that you guys waffled off Eli. Please, please don't do this because you're gonna sick that Dylan kid on me now. I just, I, I just don't want it. I'm not saying I, I don't. I'm not saying it's fact because I'm too lazy to go back and listen. But I feel like you guys jumped off. You Are jumped you serious, but then you jump back on. You jump back on. No, was, this, it, is, this is ridiculous. This is okay, factually all right, inaccurate. Okay. All right, all right, fine. It's, it's factually it's inaccurate, but I, okay. I will, I will say that I thought that Cooper Webb was very, very dangerous. I, I really did, and he's proven to be. He, he is. I, I just thought he was going to catch fire at some point here and make this closer than it is. What is it now? 24 points. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, if you want to say that I, I had Cooper Webb kind of on the sidelines the whole time, that's fair. But Eli Tomac was my official pick, so you can do whatever you want with that. Okay. All right. I just, it was a long discussion over how crazy we were. Definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing I'm, every year. Weege, I'm not saying the, the race race oh. preview show. I'm not saying that, that, that I know we all picked Dude, we the same. It's practically it's probably the same script. It's the same words were used in both things. I'm saying at the, end of, video, at the end of the race review podcast each week, I'm like, who we got for the title. And, the only time I had any reservations was look, man, Anaheim won. It was not good for Eli and Cooper Webb was having a horrible day and still managed to get in the podium. And it was like, oh, man, I might have made an error here because this is just, just what we've seen over and over. I just said, okay, one time after the opener, I, I, dude, what are we, 15 races in? I feel like you kept saying Anderson. I'm kidding. I'm joking. That was last oh, year. Okay. That was last year. <laughs> <laughs> one race out of 15 where I was even like, hmm. Well, it's not over yet, but I want Eli, who listens to this, I'm sure, weekly. I want him to know. Oh, huge fan. I'm yeah, sure. huge fan. Um, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, two more two more left here in Salt Lake City. So, winding down. Uh, uh, what is the championship celebration if Tomac gets it? I mean, what is that atmosphere like with no fans, uh, limited group around him? I tell you what it would be for me. It would be a... The first private jet flight back to Colorado is Ooh. what it would be for me. And then go for it. Yeah, then go have a good time. I'd get. I, I, those guys have to be ready to get the hell out of Salt Lake right now. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I made some notes here, and I just looked at them for the first time. Here's what I wanted to ask you guys. So, did you see that Eli is tied with Ryan Dungey for most career Supercross wins? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, does he catch the GOAT? For second, I don't. Um, think so. No, I don't think so. You don't think he does? He doesn't stick around no, long man. enough. He needs what twenty more? Mm, no, he's at 40, 40. It's eleven. 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 Yeah, twelve. I think it's thirty-six to forty-seven. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had that many. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's second, Steve? Well, RC second. No, who's second? Are you talking about all-time Supercross wins? All-time Supercross wins. Jeremy McGrath. second, right? No, you know who's second, bro? Stu's. Oh, Stu second. Sorry, does he catch 50. Stu? Does he catch Stu at 50? No. Ricky has 44? He's not getting 14 more wins to catch Stu. Does Ricky have 44? Chad has 42? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it Sorry. depends. For me, it depends. If See, I, I am under the impression that Eli Tomac is going to retire at the end of 2021. That is my guess. I have no evidence to support that. It's purely a guess. But when he makes comments tonight, like he did in the press okay, conference, I got the, I got, saying, I got the thing here if you want. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. But 50, yeah, got, go 50 yeah. for Stu, 
48 for Carmichael, 44 for Reed, 41 for, for Villo, and 35 for Dungeon Tomac. He needs 15 more wins to catch Stu. That's tough. So back to what I was saying. Yep. When he makes comments like, we're going to be racing each other for a few more years, if that's truly the case, and he's going to re-sign another deal after 21, then, then maybe. But oh. that's... I have been under the assumption that next year's is last year. I, and that, that's my own personal No, I think belief, he's got two more years on his down. deal. He signed a three-year deal, another three-year deal. I think he's got two more. This okay. was last well, year. I, I did not know that. I, I was thinking the whole time that he is done after next year. I think if he's, he's going to race two more, yes. then there's, there's, a, there's certainly a chance. I believe it's two more, uh, and then his contract will be out. And then I think he's done in two more. When was the last time he didn't win seven races in a series? Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. Right. So I think it was the same as JT. I thought the same thing next year, end of contract. If he wins the supercross title end of at all, I thought so my bad. If he's got two more years, it's all in play. 50 is a friggin' lot though. I'm Googling it. You're Googling his contract. Uh, I don't think you're going to find it. I, I feel like his last two deals have been, and we have made fun of this multi multi-year deals. Hit him with a multi-year multi. Yeah, I remember we were bugging Cowie guys, right? Um, but no, but, but we found out, but I found out. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Eli signs deal for 2020 and beyond. So it's... <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 I <laughs> know. You. No, it's like Buzz Lightyear. But, but it's three years. <laughs> yeah, but it's three. You, you just know this? You, you got a source on this? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, so that well, that's means, a game changer. Okay. That's still a lot of wins, though, man. I'll take it. If you're, if you're going to give me two more races this year and then two more years for 15... I don't hate those odds because I don't, I don't see anybody that is going to be good enough to just deny him wins. Will they battle him for wins? Absolutely. But deny him to where he's just going to start getting shut out. I don't see that coming. We're going to have to Nancy Kerrigan him. If he gets close to Stu, I won't have it. I won't have it. (laughs) There's just no way. I just feel like to be second all time in anything is really hard. Uh, so if 50 is the mark or whatever the mark is, however many wins you've got to get. Stu is 50, uh, yeah. Whatever it is, being second is really difficult. So I would always say it's going to be a tough slog to become second highest of any sort of stat in any sort of sport. That's really hard. Yeah. Like, well. he's got a leapfrog. He, so Eli Tomic at the end is going to have more wins than Carmichael, Stewart, Reed, Filippoto. Like, that's, Th- that that's freaking tough. He doesn't seem that iconic of a supercross racer but the numbers don't lie right well it's only yeah. because he doesn't have any titles right you know? yeah right. you think about how how we regard damon bradshaw and he only has 18 19 eli has double yep right if tomac had won the 17 18 19 titles like he potentially could have and was winning this year yeah it's a totally different potentially could exactly so that's that that's the game changer right there right so okay so two more years you think he gets it then we all think he does Gets to no. oh you don't uh, I do I, well I went I went from a hard no to a to a solid maybe <laughs> but I, I was a hard no before so that's a big that's a pretty big move yeah I think he does I think he gets to so uh, I'm no I'm not I'm okay. not there all right. All right. I will pick give me any human being on earth and say you're going to win more races than Carmichael and Stewart and I'll say nah right okay yeah that's not a bad I side mean, to be on yeah he, he's already. Older, how old is he? He's already older than Carmichael when he retired, right? Yeah, he's 28 now. Yeah, so keep that in mind. He's got, I mean, it's longevity. Ricky wasn't done winning. When he left, he was not done winning. So he oh. could have racked up a lot more. And it looks like Kenny just passed JMB for the all-time foreign supercar. Oh, Chad Reed, never oh. mind. Sorry, my bad. Euro. <laughs> I, uh, Euro, European, yeah, European. Euro. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, all right. Uh, anything else for 450 class? Nope. Weege? No, nah, I'm good. Okay, so are we giving away a Levo, right? We're supposed to promote that? RaceRx Online subscription? You, you already did. You did a great job. I know, I know, but that's what yeah. we're doing? Okay, I did but, good. Okay. Actually, no, you did it wrong. Oh. Yeah, the link is actually racerxonline.com oh, yeah, slash right. That's the link. Oh, so and it is not. It is absolutely not slash Blair. Definitely not. <laughs> no, it's not that guy. No, no. 100%. No. Um, Don't be helping that guy. Okay, uh, 
thanks to fly racing flyracing.com for uh, coming on this podcast Renthal as well folks at maxis alias cbd uh race tech as well pulp 20 is the code to save with race tech get your motor work done get suspension work done get it modified get it serviced whatever it is just to make your bike happy and the folks at race tech can also uh, do that and uh, on x maps Weege. yeah on x maps uh was very helpful when i was in utah i got to ride e-bikes i don't know some guy let me borrow it um he didn't we didn't take enough photos that was the big problem you have any photos steve i do i got photos yeah you got photos i could post up well i think Can it's I a little late now influence for you you already jacked it up so how because you posted about what a great time you had in utah and totally left out me and boring you a bike and all of that Hey, that's the cool thing about Instagram. You can have multiple posts. That's I feel the like amazing you, thing about yeah. social media. You could post more than once. Oh, you can. Oh, okay. Yes, right. yes I, didn't I know can that. actually do yeah. another post uh, about the e-bike life. I, I didn't know photos were taken at any point. I think Swap took some. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're giving away uh, e-bike, uh, and if you want to know where you could ride it, on xmaps.com or on xmaps off-road for the app, uh, Utah and many other places mapped out via it. Will you guys just come back? Come on, let's, let's hang out. I love to. I mean, gosh, it feels like it was months ago now. A whole other lifetime ago. Oh, it's ridiculous. It was fun. I was living my best life. There's no doubt. Oh man. Um. Okay, two fifties. Let's talk a little bit of two fifties. First of all, I watched the broadcast tonight, start to finish, and and even the practice one and everything else. And Ralph is in love with the Lawrence brothers. He absolutely loves these two brothers like his own son. It's amazing. I don't know what they did to him or what they did for him. I have no idea why, but Ralph, I mean, he's in the middle of heat race. He's like Christian Craig teammates with the Lawrence brothers. Like, I don't know if I've ever heard that like in a broadcast where you just shout out your other two teammates from another heat. I, I, I yeah, he's, he, he loves we it. All, we all know as much as you are trying to fight it, that this jet Lawrence train is building steam. And he's going to go with it. It's going to be a big story. It is a big story. He's going to go with it. He loves them both, though, JT. Well, I mean, that's part of the story is that they are brothers and they are on the same team and they are both really good. That is a big part of the story. I just, you know, I didn't hear like uh, Forkner takes the win. McAdoo is teammate. Like, I just, God, he loves them. It's amazing. And that could be part of why, JT, I'm like, slow down, everybody. Slow down. Oh, I, I know but it, it is. It's, I, I it's, get it, but it's, he's, he's making it hard on you. Oh, listen, he's going to be great. And I got, a, I got a text from somebody that knows the Lawrence brothers, and the dad loved what I had to say. The dad loved it because he's, he was right. He hasn't done anything. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And first dad ever. Yeah, first dad. react that way. Uh, Frank uh, Thomas. Yeah, Frank, Frank Thomas. Would be, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Frank would be right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? It doesn't shock me about Aussies. Aussies are very much that way. Yeah, they are. No, you're right. Uh, but anyways, so listen. The dad is cool. Steve, you got to hang out with the dad. He's cool. Yeah. I'm, he's, I, he's I, super level-headed. I'm actually, I'm shocked, but I'm, knowing him, I, I'm not. Actually. I think Jet and Hunter are coming in studio for the show tomorrow night. So I'm stoked on that. So, oh. you know, that should be great. Uh, so I have nothing. Ag- yeah, we're bringing the hot tub. I have nothing <laughs> against these two. I, they're going to be, I mean, Jet is phenomenal, but let's just, yeah, let's all back it down. And you, Ralph, should tell, you should tell him tomorrow night that I, everybody just needs to cool their jets. I will. I will. Cool your jets. Jet, cool your jet. Jet. Yeah, in your hot tub and your name. Yes, exactly. But come on, Christian Craig winning and saying teammate of the Lawrence brothers. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but I, that, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> thank you. I'll give thank you. That you. Just, but at the same time, just give Ralph's, me that one. Job, Ralph's job is to pump things up. And that's a big story. And he's got something to sink his, te- sink his teeth into, and he's going to take it. I, 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 I was questioning in the main event, I think at one point, there was a lot going on in that main, and they were showing Jet uh, in seventh. And I was like, okay, we're, we're good here, man. This is seventh place. But yeah. I'll eat my words because he ended up getting the podium. So yeah. I, At one point, Ralph's screaming about the tiny little box on the bottom because Jet's in it. And Ricky's like, well, I'm watching the, the race up front, Ralph. Like, stop it. Yeah, that's what really happened. It was not that bad. Are you serious? Yes. Go watch it again. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Ralph was watching the tiny box on the bottom, and it was Jet, I believe. And he was losing his mind over that. And I'm like, huh? Because I was watching the lead battle. So, all right. Uh, but hey, listen. Ralph uh, and I are boys, man. We, we I like to Ralph. Out to Salt Lake City to get. I know. I don't. Actually, you're a huge. You're definitely Team Ralph. There's te- no doubt. I'm Team Ralph. You're Team he, Ralph. And, you always have been. If he was sitting across from me, I'd be like, Ralph, what is your deal with these boys? <laughs> 
I would, I would straight up ask him, what is your deal with the boys, Ralph? I think you're going to get your shot. Because uh, I'm confused. Like, they're good, but let's just, you know. Um, okay. You, can, you know what? You know what's funny about this, Weege? Is that mm-hmm. look at all the things that Steve does with Troll Train and Marty and Phil. You, and, and he's going to rail on Ralph about being excited about the Lawrence brothers. And Steve will not let go of Tim Ferry or Summer Cross or Troll Train or Phil or anybody else that he, he gets a hold of and he can't let go of. Bro, Troll Train's won a moto. Up until tonight, Phil had podiumed. These guys have done things. These guys are icons. Icon. Icons. The, the irony. Phil's an so, icon. So an okay. icon in the sport. And this is right. what, and you're, you know, they, they've done things. Right. Marty was in the right. class for 14 years. That's that's something. That was iconic, actually. Right? Marty staying in the 250 class and making millions of dollars is iconic. <laughs> he, deserves, he deserves a statue with a mask and a gun. No. Oh, wait, shit, oh shit. No, no. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right. Hey, so I asked this question of Ferrandis in the... Uh, do you guys remember my other hot take from earlier this year? Dylan Ferrandis is the fastest 250 rider in the world. Remember that hot take? Yes. Uh, I asked him in the press conference, do you feel as good as when we left off? Because he got caught by Forkner here. Uh, he wasn't that great at Salt Lake City one. Uh, got second, but just wasn't, you know, kind of ram it, caught him in the heat and stuff like that. He says he feels as good as ever, you know, made some bike changes, blah, blah, blah. Do you think as Forkner, it's been so long, but as Forkner stepped up or his friend, it's not the same guy, Weech. Uh, I think a, I hate this answer. I hate the answer. It's a little bit of both, but I'll, I'll make it a little more succinct by saying, I think it's more Forkner improving, um, than Ferrandis. Yeah. Maybe Ferrandis has gotten a little bit worse. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Forkner's 10% better and Ferrandis is 2% worse. I'm right, gonna, right. JT? Scientifically. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Forkner and I'll tell you where, and I thought, uh, Daniel Blair, uh, Steve Mathis's favorite broadcaster pointed this out very well he's not susceptible or vulnerable in the whoops anymore. And that was where he was getting killed before and killing himself crashing. He doesn't look like he's giving up any time there and he looks more confident and it's showing in his riding. So I, I think Ferrandis is still pretty much the same because if you look what they're doing to the rest of the field, they're gone. I mean, they're absolutely gone. So it's not like Ferrandis lost a bunch. They're just crushed. You know, Forkner just kind of picked up to the level and even further than that, Justin Cooper's completely lost the level. I'm working on a theory for my column this week about Justin Cooper and Justin Hill and Justin Barsha. No. And Justin Brayton? Mm. No. No. Brayton's Brayton's <laughs> fine. I just wanted to He's throw fine. it in. Okay. But I'm working on my column idea, trying to find a correlation for the Justins. Stay tuned. This Justin? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. All right. Give me an SLC power ranking for McElrath, Sexton, Forkner, and Ferrandez. One to four. Ooh. Give me a Salt Lake City power ranking because you, you are right, JT. We've seen, these, we've seen two guys now in each class kind of take off. I would go 1A, 1B, and 1C with uh, Sexton, McElrath, and Forkner, and then I would give the next spot to Ferrandis. I think I don't. I don't know how you can co- possibly compare Sexton and McElrath to Fortner yet. I, I just don't know how you can do it. Like they're they've all been fantastic. Ferrandis has been the only one that's really uh, had opportunities and kind of let him slip. Weege. Yeah, I'm not going to waffle. I'm gonna, I'm going to go straight to the top. I'm going to say Fortner. He runs down Ferrandis. I'm with you. I, I feel like Ferrandis, even though he's Holding the number one plate is underrated. How good he is! I don't. I don't. People maybe are giving the full consideration. So I feel like you run down for Andis. He hasn't lost any races. Had McElrath won that final East race, uh, maybe it'd be different. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Forkner on top. Has Forkner grown in the 123 days, or is it just just something I'm noticing now? <laughs> the taller. I, 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 I just I looks. Think so. He looks. Well, I guess he was erratic, right? When we left off in San Diego, he was fast but erratic, right? And and made mistakes and and yeah. and, and and now he just looks. He was erratic last year too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, hundred percent. Um, 
He just looks more in control of the bike, over top of the bike, able to put the bike where he wants it, taller. No, I, I, I don't that's know. What, yeah. That's why when you asked who's made the, you know, has Ferrandis lost it or Forkner gotten better, Forkner looks way better. I haven't, I have not seen him have any big real moments yet. Uh, no, uh, absolutely. So, but we all think Ferrandis holds on to this thing, seven with one round to go. Oh, the, dude, uh, the showdown? Yeah, the showdown could change everything. The The thing that's working against him is the East is super weak, so he's not going to have, other than those two, I don't see how anybody else can really get in there. Even Colt Nichols, I don't think, can get in there and really screw things up, nor would he, being Francis's teammate. But if he blows the start completely, and he's 15th, and Forkner gets the whole shot, then anything goes. It absolutely could happen in that scenario, but that's a very... That's right. a very big ask. Well, props to Jet Lawrence for his third because he came and caught Moseman, caught McAdoo, caught a bunch of dudes, caught his brother. Good job, Jet Lawrence. Third place. Teammates of Christian Craig. Yes, teammates. Speaking of Craig, uh, he, was up, he was up there. He made a mistake and went down. And I got a DM from a former pro racer, probably still races some pro, that said, is Craig the next Hanny? In the aspect of had a famous father rides so damn smooth, but just could never get it done. I would venture a guess that that's Tim Ferry. It's not. You don't really? think t- Timmy's not is not going to put together a question like that? That that's like that. That. Well, I thought you were paraphrasing. No, no, that's that's it. I re- I read it. Yeah, I don't know too, what. Just, go ahead, JT. I was. I don't know what Christian Craig's problem is. Uh, it's certainly not a talent or ability problem. Um. But yeah, I, I actually really like Christian Craig. I think he's super nice, and I want to root for him. But man, he's got to figure out it, it. They're mental mistakes. They are absolutely mental mistakes. And if he's ever going to realize his potential, he's got to find a way to to eliminate him. Reach. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He crashes. Is he crashing almost every single race this year? I think he's crashing almost every main event. He did not crash on him one. He ended up being on the podium because of penalty. Right. Wagner. Yeah, crashed St. Louis. Crashed out of St. Louis. Um, crashed and got hurt. Glendale? Like, crashed uh, the first race back here. Crashed tonight. Like, Oh, cra- crashed in Glendale yeah. Triple Crown, one of them. Yeah, crashed at Triple Crown. Crashed in another one and got hurt. I think that was San Diego. And, and, uh, and what makes this crazy is when you watch him ride, uh, you think he's the least likely guy that's going to crash. Yeah. That's what's so weird about it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, Moseman rode well. McAdoo's well. McAdoo's a, a new guy. He looks good. Ramit. He does. Dude, he is good. But I have to say, knowing Ramit and how motivated and determined he is, and dude, he was trying everything to get Jet back. How mad was he coming in that last turn realizing he's not going to get him? Yeah. Yeah, really. He right? must have been freaking furious. He yeah. was trying so hard, as McAdoo does. Uh, Ralph was stoked, I'm sure. Uh, well, I, I'll give you this, Steve. Like McAdoo was darn close to him for the last two laps. Yeah, and there was no mention of this green motorcycle. No, no. Why? That would was like three bike lanes behind. Gonna, I hope. I hope Jed and Hunter do come in the studio, and I'm going to ask them what's it with you and Ralph, guys. What, what what's going on with you and Ralph? <laughs> I will straight up ask them. Um, Justin Cooper came into this thing what seven back. Yeah. Seven back, I think. Uh, well, now he's uh, like almost 20, 17. Now he's 17 back. So What the heck? Just that's, yeah, Justin Hill, Justin Cooper, Justin Barsha. I don't know. Dude, I interviewed him during this break. Like he said, all they were doing is like motoring down and riding and riding and riding and not just outdoors. Like he, he really thought he was going to make a step. You know, we saw a uh, crash video of him in Supercross. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, we would have heard something if it was – Something's wrong with him, right? Well, there was a press conference that he was in. They held a press conference for other 250 guys last Thursday, mm-hmm. and he was in there, and he said altitude kind of messed him up, and maybe he was a little nervous, and he hit a wall. He had a tough time hanging on the second half of the race. I mean, he had 100 chances to say he had a huge crash right. two weeks ago. Never said it. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, seventh. Good job for Hunter. Uh, last week was 11th in his first one. This one's seventh. So good job. That, that's, that's gains. Yeah. Uh, Hart Raft, uh, eighth place. Derek Drake, ninth. Derek Drake was further further back. Uh, yeah, so he was he, like last in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, he moved up. Uh, Cloud and Oldenburg always seem to find each other, right? Penwright guys, just always right around each other. Uh, yep. What else? Oh, Troll Train. Oh. Troll Train went down. 
And then I don't, I guess his bike was broke because troll train doesn't quit. So I imagine the bike was, was jacked up. Is troll train jacked up. Do we know? Not sure. I don't know. All right. Look through some texts here. I, don't, I mean, they didn't, they didn't, I didn't show any injury. Oh, yet. well, yeah. Look through that text thread that you're in, Weech, where everyone is. Oh, it's gold. Yeah. <laughs> all I can say is it fills in it. That's all I got for it. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about Freddie Norn in the, in the heat? <laughs> Coming around the first turn. <laughs> Freddie. Freddie just oh. sends it. Just, just here I go. He's just going. Got uh, a lot of send in his game. That's for sure. Uh, what else? Mitchell Falk, uh, Castello, Auberson, Wageman. Stop me if you guys want to discuss any of these. Logan Carnell got into the LCQ uh, by passing his teammate. That's got to hurt. Cheyenne Harmon. Chris Howell. Good job, Chris Howell. Pulp Mix Fantasy. Thanks you for that ride. Yeah, solid effort in the last chance after I was punching the pillow on the couch because I thought he was done for the well, day. Well, you didn't think he was going to line up for the LCQ either, right? right? I, I didn't. Right, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, I took a chance on Lorenzo Camparisi from Italy, and uh, yeah, he got dead last, so <laughs> good job. I actually want to thank Carno because I was almost going to take Harmon. I decided not to take Harmon at the last second, and thank you for not getting, for preventing Harmon from making the main because <laughs> I would have been punching pillows as well. This is how fantasy works, everybody. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I had Derek Kelly, though, coming off a strong SLC uh, one for West Yeah, Guy. me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not trending so upwards. Not so strong this time. So. What he made the main? Yeah, but he got he was didn't even get double points. He was terrible. We just is mediocrity. Ah. This is <laughs> here we go, JT. <laughs> He's gonna. You make the main with a Derek Kelly. You should be rewarded handsomely. I no believe he happens. was a he was a seven. I believe yeah. so. He needed to get seventeenth. He got nineteenth again with the mediocrity. Your game sucks. <laughs> uh, what about Mosman and Lawrence's little battle? That was interesting to watch. Mosman just full on going like batshit crazy once once Jed got him <laughs> going out like just ah and like you're like you're not really thinking here Mosman you don't have this you don't have this back but I gotta get that they're going for that podium bonus yeah big deal yeah really right um yeah that's right <laughs> you're talking to Conan the last term or Mosman just like he had one inch of front tire yeah and he tried to use it yeah to yeah move trying to move another motorcycle with one knob. Yeah, not, it not, was at one point, was it Lawrence, Moseman, and McAdoo. Ramit? Oh, yeah, Ramit. Yeah, Ramit was all... And I'm like, well, Ramit got Moseman back because of his, 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 his move. Yes, but I, I tweeted, I'm like, these three guys do not care. Like, I think Moseman, I don't think that's normally the way he rides, but I think he's kind of like assimilated into the class of 250 Supercross. Like, now he'll take dudes out just like the rest of them. We know McAdoo doesn't care. We know Jet's going to send it. it. 250 SX West, catch the fever. Do you guys have any issue with Forkner's move on, on Jet in the first turn? Jet wasn't too happy. <sighs> that Jet one was, was kind of bad. Hmm? Jet was pissed. Jet was yeah. pissed. Yeah. Yeah. That one was kind of bad. I, I feel like with the webbed Tomac thing, you know, we're thinking maybe Webb put a little mustard on it, but you could also qualify that as general first turn chaos potentially. I just, I'm not sure... If I'm not sure if you could say Forkner didn't had to do that at all. I, I, it's hard to be a Forkner guy, man. I like the kid. Yeah. I, every time I talk to him, he's nice. He's always giving me interviews. I admire his skill, but dude, it is hard to, for me, I just see him do so many dumb things, whether it's lappers or whether it's fast laps in qualifying, whether it's that, whether it's the Lawrence yeah. brother, I, I just, I'm just like, what are you doing? I don't know what it is about the kid. I just, I find myself shaking my head at him a lot. And, and I mean, whatever, maybe he'll grow out of it, but this is his fourth year already or whatever. Like I just, Oh, he just rides sometimes like a dick there. That's, that's bottom line. I guess <laughs> just rides like a dick. Wow. You're just like, what are you wow. doing? RIP to those interviews. He's well, he doesn't need to do that. He's good enough. He doesn't need to do that. You know, no, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. So you look at Webb and Tomac and it's like, there's 20 guys going for a few lines in this one corner, but you look at, Lawrence and Fortner, and it was like they were out in no man's land by yeah, themselves. Yeah, right. Like, like and, there was plenty of room. Yeah, and guy, and guy, Fortner, you got this. You're ahead. You're fine. Don't worry. You know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I still want to know how Lawrence got that whole shot though. In that heat. <laughs> it was like, unbelievable. What, was he on a 450? Yeah, and he's, like, he's like six feet three tall, six foot three or whatever he is. He's tall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah, crushed it. <laughs> I'm telling you, he knew the gate guy. It was probably Darren Lawrence dropping the gate. Wow. I, mean, just like no, a, I think his dad would be the opposite. I think we're going to go like, hey, mate, we're going on six. 
you know? So the classes, uh, the East didn't have this. There is a real edge to the overall group in the West. I love is it. Oh, really? You like well, it? I do too. Okay, so yeah, you got Ferrandis, right? Who's just everyone's kind of out to get. He's a foreigner, right? You got Forkner, who, who rides like a dick, isn't a dick, but rides like a dick. Uh, the Lawrence brothers, I got a feel. There's a bit of uh, jealousy and animosity there a little bit for these guys, right? Because they get the hype because Ralph loves them. It's probably that. Ramit has clearly shown he does not. He's he's degaff. Oh yeah. Uh, and other than that, Hartraft and Mosman are fine or whatever. And, and maybe, maybe even there's some resentment for Christian Craig in there. You're like, oh, I'm beating him. He's had a factory ride for 10 years. I'm still beating him. Like, you know, things like that. All, all the edges. Yeah. Uh, Ram it. I mean, if it comes down to it in the showdown and he has to move over for Forkner, he'll do it. But you know Ramit's number one goal is to beat everybody. And that's like, you know that you have a teammate in there going for the title. And I think he'd really be like, what? I hadn't even crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm here to win races. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't think he cares right. about his teammate or anything. And also lots of jealousy towards Troll Train and his fantastic oh, career. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Icon. Icon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right. 250, Salt Lake City 5. Anything else? Two more. Two more. Yeah. Two more Salt Lake City 5. <laughs> How about the last one where you said Salt Lake City 5 coming up? We just cracked up. Yeah, yeah really, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> uh, trust me. Hey, listen, I'm the one here right now pounding this That's stuff true. out and going on mountain bike rides and doing all oh, this. Just so. suffering through mountain, more mountain bike rides. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know how much that pains you. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right. Anything else? Good job, Mason Kerr. I know we said it earlier, but good job, yeah, Mason Kerr. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I, I, yeah. I've been that kid before. Right. That's awesome. Right. Uh, all right, Weege, anything else? No, I'm good, man. All right. JT, Weege, thanks, boys. We'll, uh, we'll reconvene. I don't know if we can do it Wednesday night because I think it's late, but we'll see. We'll, if not, Thursday morning, we'll reconvene for Salt Lake City 6 review good. it's like fr- it's like friday the 13th part six part four bring bill murray over for groundhog day yeah really right yeah they just can't you gotta admit dude the race seven they've all had something like they've been interesting every time all yeah. i know is these 450 factory guys at the very front are making so much money it's unbelievable yeah hey yeah. speaking of that uh benny made some money on this heat race win right I don't know. I'll get, I'll get to the bottom of that and report back. I don't There's know. There's a chance he didn't? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't guarantee you that he has heat race bonuses. Wow. Oh, that would have been a major. I, I can understand. I guess I guess you'd be like, well, you know, that's probably not going to happen, right? We don't, do we even need to discuss this? I guess that's possible. <laughs> well, like, it's kind of a, it was a weird deal, right? He's a fill-in, so it's not, there yeah. wasn't some big negotiation that went on. I got the ultimate story for that, Wage. Hmm? Uh, Kelly Smith, 2001. I worked for Kelly Smith, KTM. They said, do you want a race win bonus or a championship bonus? And he's like, whatever. Give me a championship bonus. You know, some, some big number, right? Okay. And then he wins high point. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, wow. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. KTM wins. That was his first national win ever. Yeah. He just gets purse money. KTM wins its first national in the United States and no bonus. <laughs> That's what he told me. I mean, maybe they give him something. I don't know. You know, I, that I was no a double idea. win for KTM. They won and they didn't have to pay anything. Yeah. Yes. But on the flip side, they paid him for those four stroke nationals like they were AMA nationals. Oh, he got, I want to say he got seven grand a win, a class. That's not, that's not AMA nationals. No, I mean, but whatever. You know what I mean? Pretty damn good. Yeah. Like he, I think he, if he won both classes, which we normally did because I tuned his bikes to perfection, I think he would come away with 20 K a weekend with, with all the, the bonuses and track, track money and everything. He was just crushing it. These East coast four stroke nationals beating Clark styles and whoever, whatever local pro showed up. So he's going to get an AMA national number out of that. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They made those points eligible too. <laughs> right, yeah. They, they really did. Oh, by the way, the Red Bull Supercross spy guys are here again. So we're, we're going to make the show hopefully right now. Yeah. They're here. Yeah. Is jet in the show. Jet's not a sh- in the show, right? Is jet in the show. Jet's not a Red Bull guy. So nobody cares about anybody outside. Of no, Red Bull. no, they try to get, they, oh, they, they try to get 
Yeah, they pretty much get anybody that says yes. It's just the other energy drink guys don't say yes. Oh, so the Geico guys don't have energy drinks, so they're fine then. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they put you crapping all over Jet and Ralph's love for Jet in the show. I hope they come yeah. in studio tomorrow. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up tomorrow. You think I'm not scared? I'll ask him. Oh, we know that. Yeah, I'll ask him. <laughs> to your own detriment, you are not scared. So anyways, thanks to the thanks to Dub Dub and what's what, what's your name? Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon's here. So what? Well, I, I don't know the guy. He just comes in and films. <laughs> okay. Super Cross Spy. Catch it on uh, Red Bull, T- uh, Red Bull Super TV. Super Cross Spy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yeah. This is uh, too much Salt Lake. This is too much Salt Lake. It's too much Salt, Salt Lake by now, dude. It, 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 <laughs> it is. The altitude. I need 14 days before I'm normal. <laughs> okay. Jason Thomas. Jason Wygant. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. You crazy. Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the-